0: This episode of the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. I love going to Capitol Hill. I'll go order my food, whether it be tacos, burritos, or tamal. I love their tamales. They're fantastic. And then I'll go sit on the patio, enjoy my meal, and then wait for something interesting to happen. And given that it's Capitol Hill, something interesting always happens. If you don't have time to go to either location... You can always order through your favorite food ordering app, Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. They make it really easy to get all of your favorite items. So next time you're craving some delicious Mexican food, stop in or order. You'll be glad you did. Tonight I'm feeling mean, I'm feeling mean. Tonight I'm feeling me, I'm feeling me Tonight I'm feeling me gonna make you scene. Tonight I'm feeling Hello, everybody! Welcome back to the CZ Media podcast. It's really early right now. I think you can hear it in my <laughs> voice. Can you, do I sound a little rough?
1: A little, a little rough. You, you got some roughness. I mean, it's hard getting up at you know eight a.m.
0: Oh no! <laughs> I came up before the chickens. Before the yeah, because you were watching. Race. Yeah, well, it, the 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 F one. Um, this past weekend was in Brazil, and they're four hours ahead, so I had to get up at six. I had to get up at five fifty to start watching their free practice sessions. <laughs> at is that six. something I
1: can watch? Like, where where are you watching it? Where? Yeah, my TV. Oh, so you you have to have cable.
0: Yeah, it's on ESPN.
1: I can't see it for free on
0: the interwebs no, you can watch highlights on youtube yeah you
1: know, which okay. for that's these probably better but. for
0: these free practice <laughs> sessions that's actually what I should do, but I don't know it's like you're the, the have I explained to you f one of how this works no no so tell there's me. the main you, race you and this is actually a good uh a good thing to talk about leading up to what I actually want to talk about you to talk about is uh for an F1 race weekend, it is three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The main race is on Sunday. That's the main race. but it starts on Friday actually though. So Friday teams get two one and a half hour intervals to practice. So they do changes on the car, they make different setups. They may try out a new part, a new aerodynamic part, or whatever the 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 change may be. And you're allowed those two sessions on a Friday to go and test those out. So <clears throat> it's uh, quite common to see all these different googly bobs hanging off of the car if they're trying to test for an aerodynamic <laughs> increase. Uh, okay. So th- that's Friday. You get two. So that's that was uh, that's why I woke up at six. Um, and then on Saturday, you're allowed a third practice session. But then two hours later, it's qualifying. And that's that gets exciting because the qualifying you it's not a race, it's literally a race against time, not against others. So for the free practice sessions, you they do keep time, but I mean you're not uh, really racing against each other. you're just trying to collect data. And then on qualifying, yeah. you go and you're just you just try to go the fastest around the the circuit, the lap. And whoever is the fastest, they then get pole position. They get spot number one, uh, P. They call it P1, as they say, us us hardcore F1 fans. You get P1 P1. if you win, and then P2, P3, and onwards. So so that's a race weekend. And then on Sunday, it's the main race, and you start in the grid position of where you qualified. Gotcha.
1: See, in in my mind, I imagine, like, at McLaren they've got a wind tunnel and if they want to test aerodynamics, they go like draw it up and, and use CAD programs to test the aerodynamics first. And then they put it on the thing in the wind tunnel and then they put it on a the car.
0: They do. So, <clears throat> they do, it's, but
1: it's hasty. it's hasty to do it on Friday.
0: No. So actually the, there are limitations to how much you can test outside of a race weekend. So what they, and I think this change happened like, a long time ago. Like
1: like rules?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like you, so really? first of all, if you do something new on the car, it used to be years ago, it used to be where if you were a race man, if you were a car man, you like, like, say Ferrari. And actually Ferrari did this. Ferrari built a racetrack on their premises so yeah. that they could test their cars but because right. there because there are so many teams with different levels of funding it, they said that it wasn't fair for the higher teams to have that ability whereas the lower gotcha. the, the lower teams couldn't so they said no more so no team can can do stuff outside of a race weekend. So what they do, for example, McLaren does have a wind, like a lot of these people do have a wind tunnel, but they're limited into how and when they can use it. Interesting. So they rely a ton on simulation. So like even the drivers Mm -hmm. can't even practice outside of the practice sessions though. So they are technically only in the car during race weekends. So, they really? when they need a practice, mm-hmm. they actually have to go to their office because they every team has simulators, so basically, they're playing video games, playing video games, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, there's and sure, those I play, are I play asphalt eight. Say that again, I play asphalt
1: eight on my Apple TV. Oh, do
0: you <laughs> have know. you played this? <laughs> no, is it like, uh, is it? <laughs> yeah, a, I did it.
1: You're is never it, gonna watch a race again because you get to race.
0: Is it uh, a? <laughs> is it like an off track, an off road racer racing game? Mm,
1: no, it's like, it's like, it's kind of F one ish, except it's on streets. What's it called? Asphalt. I think they're on Asphalt Nine is the current version. But well,
0: okay, I'll have to check. <laughs> uh, it's free. Yeah, like you can play it on your phone. I play. I free. I have the F one game for my PlayStation. Uh-huh. and it's hard <laughs> yeah it is hard yeah. and for a while there i was thinking that i wanted the whole racing simulation setup so i wanted the seat and the steering wheel and the pedals but when i play <laughs> i play in manual i mean in auto an automatic so i don't <laughs> in the video game i don't it's right. <laughs> like it would be a waste to have all of that stuff just to, to <laughs> But it's too stressful. <laughs> I don't like. Uh, I I stopped playing video games that take up hours and hours of time a long time ago, like the Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. It's not like this one. I I play for like three races. Yeah, and, it's, and then, you then know, you're you're fine. Long. Actually, I don't yeah, even play I- a racing game to have fun. I play this dumb game. It's an IO game. Where all you're trying to do, it's called paper IO, where all you'll try well all you're trying to do is gain more territory. So you're this little square and you just go around and try to keep your trying to make uh, your circle even bigger, but then there's other people, and if you intersect a line before they've connected, you destroy them or they destroy you. It's a total mindless game. Well, anyway, we were gonna talk about this. What I wanted to talk to you, so hello everyone. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, or on the website. That would be great. Uh, thank you for all of the feedback. Uh, share. That would be awesome. Uh, th- that would be super awesome. Our email is czmediapodcast at gmail.com. Send me suggestions. I, I want to talk to you. Uh, I'm in the process of booking a, uh, a clairvoyant.
1: A clairvoyant.
0: Yeah. I'm talking to him. We're gonna get we're gonna get a, a clairvoyant in here. Uh but again, thank you for um thank you for listening. So today I have my buddy I, Levi. I already know that. <laughs> yeah, he knew he already knew this, yes. I have yeah. my buddy Levi. <laughs> How's it going, Levi? It's good. <laughs> now, although my show I'm glad is to be here. well, I'm glad I'm, glad well, I'm right. not even here. I'm no. not even here. You're my first telephone show.
1: This is an interstate show now.
0: It is. Well, actually, so I have a donate button on the on every show note. And because uh-huh. people have been kind enough to throw a few bucks my way, I was able to upgrade my equipment that allowed me to do uh, phone interviews. I didn't have that ability before. Right on. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, click that donate button. Five bucks, three bucks, it all helps. Uh, and thank you so much for that. Now, I wanted to talk to Levi because uh my i i can say that uh, uh let's see what like seventy five eighty percent of the things that i take pictures of are portraits so are of people i don't i mean then right. I, then i do food um but the the people are the most uh of, of what i do the most and for the f one weekend i did what would you call that sports high speed Hi. Yeah, you sport, yeah. Race cars. <laughs> yeah, and it was a completely different animal to me. I felt like a total amateur trying to figure out, I mean, because if you look at pictures of, you know, race cars and races, you see the car super in focus, but everything else blurry. And I mean, and that looks super cool. So yeah, I was like, how hard I've, can it be? I've,
1: I've only photographed motorcycle
0: races. Oh, mm-hmm. But but it's a whole different thing, yeah. Did you have good vantage point or were you a... Uh, I had a wonderful scooter? vantage point. Ah. Yeah. See. Because
1: they do these um, they do these open weekends where people like Joe Schmo can come race his bike at the track. Yeah. And a lot of people like live for that weekend. They right. go to the race on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then on Monday they get to race themselves. All nice. right. And it's not really racing, but it's just riding yeah of course and so, as i'm sure we'll talk about you don't actually have to be going that fast to make a great
0: <laughs> <Right>. race photo <laughs> yeah i mean you don't. Know, i mean yeah you can't uh tell this the speed um yeah by that uh so i like i when i got my ticket i researched what was the best seat and i got i don't know like third or fourth supposedly third or fourth best because the the seats in the grandstand are uh are it depends on what corner what turn you're in so i was on turn 15 which my research said that uh for the race that particular racetrack that was one of the best places to sit so i was like cool i got a good corner and then I didn't know how close I was going to be to the track and I don't have yeah. long, I don't have long lenses because all I, I mean, I shoot things that are within 10 feet of me. So there's no need to, like, I don't shoot birds <laughs> or anything like that. Um, yeah. so I, I started freaking out a little bit and then, you know, we talked about renting a lens and actually I'm going to use this time to, to give a proper shout out to pro pro, um, Holy cow, I should have done this earlier. Pro <laughs> rental source. Look, pro pro rental source. Yeah. In Houston. Yeah. Pro I rental source. I think I've run this
1: before
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. Pro rental source out of Houston. They're normally not open on the weekends, but I flew in on Saturday. So I called them and I was like, I need to get this lens, but you're closed. Is there anything we can do? And then I think it was an owner. His name was Mark. He's like, okay, come in on Saturday. Give me a call when you land, and then I'll tell you where we can meet. So we met at a parking lot of a grocery store that I'm assuming was near. I mean, ooh, nice near his house or something. So we met and then he, you know, I got the I got the lens and then he even let me borrow a neutral density filter. <clears throat> oh, so, yeah, big shout out to Mark and the team over at uh, Pro Rental Source there. The other. Team members are uh, really terrific people. They are. It's Uh, Carl, Matt, and Mark. Carl, Matt, and Mark. Carl, Matt, and Mark, and then Brad. And I'll post a picture. I took a picture with them um, in in their office when I went to return the lens. (laughs) So, yeah. So, if anyone needs a lens and they're in Houston, Or any equipment. I mean, I bet you they have a whole bunch of other stuff, not just lenses. Um, Give them a call. So, yeah, I rented this lens. And, Levi, I thought it was going to be super easy. Like, just (laughs) no panning, right? That's what you do when you take pictures of super fast stuff. Right. It took me. You
1: you can't just, like, take a fast picture. You have to make. There's a lot of considerations to make a good-looking race picture.
0: There is. Well, yeah, I mean, location for me was pretty static because I couldn't, although, actually, maybe I could have. Right, right. There were yeah. some seats empty up higher that maybe I should have tried. But, I mean, it was pretty stationary. But, yeah, I mean, but what... Normally,
1: normally, if you photograph sports like a football game, you want a fast shutter speed so you can freeze the action and see this guy super crisp as his sweat flies off his face and somebody smashes into him and stuff. But yeah, it's the opposite of that. In racing,
0: it is because I don't want to see everything. Because like, if else.
1: you do that, people look like they're holding still. Well, yeah, and if you use a fast shutter speed, it looks like a car sitting on
0: a road. Right. Because there's no apparent movement. <laughs> exactly. There's no sense of there's no sense of motion. So yeah. the panning is the technique, right? That's what you call it when you are photographing something, but you're following it, and it's sort of like sharpshooter yeah. or like a sniper. <laughs> Yeah, you have to
1: you have to pan with the subject, but you also have to use a a much slower shutter speed than than you'd think in order to show the movement around the car and show the wheels moving and stuff. And so, it's not super
0: simple. No, I should have practiced this. I should have been more focused on practicing this panning technique than even getting a lens because well, now I know. Like I didn't know then, right? I didn't know I didn't know that I didn't need that long of a lens, but I should have been practicing these panning techniques weeks, you know, leading up to it because I probably, although I did get some pretty cool pictures. I'll post some in the, I'll post some with this, with this, um, with this show, but I did get some pretty cool pictures, but I took thousands.
1: (laughs) I took thousands (laughs) of
0: pictures and maybe 1% are decent. And then, a quarter of a percent are are good, <laughs> but <laughs> if I had practiced, if I had done a better job of of uh, researching the 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 details, I think I would have gotten a whole lot more. But there, this just showed to me that I'm trying to do new stuff, and I thought I was prepared. I thought that I had done enough to make the event successful. And look, I mean, look, the good thing that this was completely leisure; uh, this wasn't a job. Um, And it was all up to me. But do you ever have those situations where you have to do some a new method or a new technique or, you know, you have something in your head, but it's going to require something that you haven't done before? What are what are those? uh, Tell me about a situation like that on on your end.
1: Oh, yeah. Like anytime you try anything new, for sure. And then. Anytime that you try to expand what you're doing, like you are, I mean, you, you've been a photographer for years, but this thing is completely different from what you've done. So like for me, uh, last week I got a crossbow Ooh. <laughs> and, um, and I'm supposed to, I'm writing a review of this crossbow and I need to hunt with it. And there's several things about that. First of all, I'm a pretty new hunter and I've never shot a crossbow before at all.
0: There you go. And
1: so it's yeah. There's there's been some some realizations with that for sure.
0: Um, So you are the did the um, the move to Idaho prompted your uh, venture into hunting? Is that correct?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, But you sound like
0: a like you sound like a veteran, like a veteran hunter. (laughs) <laughs> Did you pick that up real I mean, quick.
1: I've hunted more than most people who've been hunting a long time <laughs> ah. i spend I spend a lot of time doing it like i I kind of treat it I treat it like a profession more than than most people who treat it just like a hobby, yeah, and so um so I've learned a lot and done a lot in not a very long time yeah um but i'm but I still just don't have while I have more experience than, than people who've been doing it a lot longer than me, I definitely don't have as much experience as like most guys, my age. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. have been doing it a lot
1: longer than me, you know?
0: So what were and some so, of the mistakes you made when you first started? Or did you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I was perfect right away. Uh, <laughs> no, like the, there's there's like the first mistakes you make, are so blatant that you never even see any animals. <laughs> you know, nah. you're just not sneaky is the first thing. I see. And being sneaky is, is actually a lot harder than, than you think it is. Um, there's, there's not just how loud you are, there's the rhythm of how you walk. And changing the rhythm makes you less person-like. And there's where you walk and there's, you know, did you step on these extra leaves? And, uh, like I've been taking new people out hunting with me lately. I'm like, man, these guys are so noisy (laughs) (laughs) thinking, oh, that was me. That was, that was me not very long ago. And then when I go out with, with my friend who's, who's been hunting since he was six and he's my age, um, you're noisy. Yeah. Like, he's like, man, you got to be quieter.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. See, and then so I would never just, be good at this.
1: Oh, I know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where we can take Carlos.
0: <laughs> no, although I would walk like a bear. So that might not be yeah, no, that.
1: And that's the thing. You don't actually have to be silent. You just have to be not sounding like a person Yeah, <laughs> as much. And, and that's okay. Um so that's that's one thing, sneakiness. Um, and then once you start being sneaky enough, you've still got to understand where and why animals are where they are.
0: Oh, that's too and much work. You,
1: oh, I know. It's like there's a lot of
0: science. Well, they're out there's, there because that's where they live. Ecology. <laughs> What's that? They're out there in the wilderness because that's where they live. <laughs> where else yeah, are they going to be? Out
1: why don't you just go find them? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. No, you got to you to know there. what they eat, where they eat, like when they make babies, and why they want to go to this spot at this time of year, and all these things.
0: So, is a new so hunter? Is a new hunter like a new, uh, like someone who's just getting into taking pictures, where they just go out and buy everything? They get gear crazy. They get gas gear acquisition. Oh from yeah. Them
1: your acquisition room for sure. Um, if, if you can afford to, a lot of people do. And then, I mean, there's, there's so much to buy. Like you think photography, well, first of all, there are so many more hunters than there are photographers (laughs) and, and every hunter is a photographer as well. Just like, you know, but then so much more and there's so many more people who hunt. Um, and so like, hundred times more people. <laughs> Interesting. 100. And so like you go to the, uh, what, uh, no, what's that store next to you? Glazers. Yeah. Yeah. You go down the Glazers and there's the, there's the, the camera store. Right. Right. But full then you go of go the to there's a Cabela's in your town and it is so much bigger right. and so much more stuff than Glazers has. And um, and plus you go to Walmart and there's a big, like the hunting section at Walmart is bigger than the electronic section for cameras.
0: <laughs> right. And so there's,
1: there's lots of toys to buy, lots of toys. I just got some new toys this week. Like there's a hundred different flavors of camouflage and like, I need, I need that coat for this weather and I need a coat for that weather. And I need this one cause it's quieter than the one I bought initially. Hmm. And Interesting.
0: stuff yeah tons of things you should just range uh, go out there in a loincloth like like <laughs> ancient man
1: i i almost did for my <laughs> antelope hunt this year it's so hot you want to be stripped to basically nothing but something about this glowing white thing walking through the field <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean then it'll just be a, a glowing red thing
1: yeah, it's like by the second day, it's a glowing red thing. Yeah. Right,
0: <laughs> this noisy red thing goes. Ow, oh, ow, oh. <laughs> that would. I'm picturing that in my head. That'll be funny. <coughs> yeah. No, the toys are anyway, awesome. I, I love toys.
1: Toys are awesome. The only thing you really need are shoes and a weapon.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, what was the as you were starting your hunting? What was the first thing that you? like picked up like right away that gave you the motivation to keep on going like the well in relating it to pictures oh yeah it's like when you first you know you start taking pictures and then you realize that on camera flash sucks and then you go out and get your first trigger and receiver yeah and then it's like oh i can make so much cooler pictures if i just I, i move the light to the side like that's the the right. eureka moment. Well, what's a, a what's a, an equal, a parallel in in hunting?
1: It's it's when it's when you go out to look for animals and you find them <laughs> and you see one. <laughs> yeah, and like you realize, like I've spent my entire life in the mountains hiking and and camping and backpacking, and I did not know how few animals I've seen. Wow, they were they were all around me all the time. And I never saw them because I was, I was noisy and I wasn't looking for them and I was going somewhere. Mm. And so by just slowing down and going to the place where I think the animals are likely to be, and then sitting on my butt for an hour with binoculars on my eyes, Oh, suddenly there they are. And then suddenly there's not just like one elk. There's a whole herd of elk wow. and, oh, and those two are fighting and these two are fighting. And now there's, There's all this cool stuff going on. So it's just right there. And then, oh, there's a bear down there and there's some deer over there. And oh, two coyotes are coming up. And this is all from the same rock that I'm sitting on. I'm seeing all this stuff in one morning.
0: And it's just amazing. So you would say that your first few ventures out, you didn't see anything. Right. Yeah. Um, But would you say that now? Every time you go out, you see something?
1: Other um, every than squirrels. time I go out, I see something. Yeah, like like yesterday I was I was hunting elk and all I found were like 40 squirrels. I could have <laughs> I could have gotten an elk's worth of squirrels.
0: <laughs> that's good eating.
1: <laughs> it's good eating, but uh, I, I well, that's not what I was hunting. <laughs> and so, like if I if I decided to stop and hunt squirrels and shoot squirrels with a gun, then now the elk, all hear that, that the report of the gun and run off. So nah. you have to be selective. <laughs> you can't you really hunt a, both.
0: Maybe you, I should bring a slingshot there. Do you need a, <laughs> uh, a tag for squirrel? Uh, no, but they do have a season.
1: So you have to have a license and then you can only hunt them in the
0: right season. Mm. There's a lot in of rules season. in, uh, in hunting. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's tons. There's, Who makes these rules, Uncle Sam? For Every species.
1: No, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam only gets to help make rules about um, waterfowl and
0: endangered species. Huh. So uh, otherwise,
1: it's state. So it's state. It's, okay. Yeah. So Idaho says state
0: you can. But how yeah, Idaho they,
1: says, and it's, it's how, a funny thing because like Idaho says, yeah, you can go kill. An elk in this area um, from these months to these months, and ten feet away across the river in Washington, Washington says no, you can't kill an elk unless like only only ten people can kill an elk in this area this whole year. <laughs> or right. or a better one is birds. Like I can hunt on this side of the river, and you know I've got I've got these rules about hunting uh, pheasants, but you know thirty feet away across the river. Washington could have completely different rules about Mm -hmm. hunting the same birds and that are totally interchangeable. You know, they fly across the river all the time.
0: And there's a forest ranger bill that might catch you if you do something. (laughs) Well, there's, yeah. So there's
1: conservation officers. They're the ones they work for the state and they're in charge of policing, killing animals. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're, if you poach an animal, if you kill an animal out of season without, you know, illegally then you answer to the fish cops
0: right oh those fish cops yeah fish cop but you go to
1: you go to court yeah you go to you go to court the same as if you
0: broke a law in your neighborhood oh what a waste of time it seems
1: oh yeah yeah (laughs) it's not it's not worth it's not worth breaking the law
0: no no that's that
1: yeah i mean although my grandfather was a was an astounding poacher <laughs> Uh oh yeah in the like early 60s they it's were in the black they were of so the poor they didn't have any food no not well, I don't know maybe <laughs> 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 but my my aunt was my it was just a couple years ago and my aunt was saying something like uh oh yeah I remember dad brought home animals all the time <laughs> and my grandpa <laughs> starts laughing <laughs> and and, and she, she was like oh yeah he went out with Uncle Archie all the time or something and uh, and and Archie was a California State Highway Patrolman. Ah. And yeah, he he went out with them all the time, and they poached deer together, <laughs> out of like out of fields and stuff, and then they'd put them in the cruiser and bring them home.
0: Simpler because the they didn't cruiser. have any
1: food for the family.
0: Yeah, yeah. like they
1: were they were just under under salaried or or something, and so they would poach deer to feed the family.
0: Right. Well, I mean, the, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, people do. Yeah, yeah. So, Well, I had um, – I mean, it's it's really interesting that everything you make the – you if you're really into something, you really try to learn as much as you can about it, and there's going to be challenges, and you're going to get frustrated. Like golf. Golf is extremely frustrating, but if you go out – Well, and things like golf are inhibitive too because you have to go to a golf
1: course on a nice day, to get anything done you know you can't like you could maybe practice some things at home but you have to be at the golf course to do it
0: yeah which I mean then the 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 how the dedication I guess or the how really good do you really want to be at this comes into play right yeah absolutely (laughs) like you have to immerse yourself yeah almost and actually some would say that you can't just be on nice days you have to be out there when it's gloomy
1: yeah for for sure yeah unless it's closed because i don't know do they close it when it's soggy or something
0: no i mean they they do close oh. for like winter well here they do some of them but i've played when uh i've played on a few courses that when i'm done it looks like i went mud wrestling that there was nice. so much mud walking through i mean they kept the greens nice but getting to to and from the next hole uh you were you know, ankle deep in mud, but it didn't matter awesome. because, because you had to, you know, cause golfing was awesome. So one of the, yeah. one of the biggest things that I messed up on, on my, on my panning. Well, here's the Eagle. So I'm not the smallest person. I don't think. I think they're. I've seen smaller people. Than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're out there. They're the people that are smaller than me are out there, but you really have to, you really have to look <laughs> <laughs> so i'm sitting in this i'm sitting in this tiny seat and i'm trying to bring in my elbows as much as possible so that as i pan you know move from left from left to right i don't hit anybody with the camera or the lens or my elbows so I, that was right. really uncomfortable although i did think i was bothering the people next to me because um they were they were sort of chatty when before the race started, but as soon as I started taking pictures they i got I, they would give me a scowl I Oh think. really? oh, interesting yeah it wasn't the reverence. People are often like, "Oh, he's taking pictures, don't talk no, <laughs> i think i well I think is because i i didn't really i couldn't the best vantage point was to my right, so yeah. I did take the lens for way further right than I had than, than it was left. So I'm pretty sure I invaded my neighbor's space with my lens on numerous occasions. You just need to like get a, a nose prosthetic
1: camouflage that goes over <laughs> your lens. That looks like your nose. Yeah. And and then nobody will say anything to your face about it. They'll right. Like, well,
0: They'll just be like this poor guy. Got a schna- yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs>
1: Wear a Mardi Gras mask the whole time with like the big beak.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they were uh European though, so it was okay. Oh uh, yeah. They yeah. were from uh Denmark.
1: They're they're real fans, dude. You only
0: went like to Houston. Right. No, <laughs> actually my whole area was I was in the so the um there's a there's a, a his name is Max Verstappen. He's a Red Bull racer. He has a yeah. very hardcore dedicated fan base where they go all over for him. And wow. there were just a bunch of people from Denmark and Belgium to come uh, and just uh, support him. I got a cool picture of a bunch of guys in orange suits. They had all, there, was like, there were like 10 of them. And I talked to them for a little bit. They're like, yeah, we all came here for the race. And they, they go to like three or four races a year, which is pretty cool.
1: Nice. Hey, could I could I make a suggestion for you for next time to win over your neighbors? Yeah. Well, so before the race begins, talk to them. and Be like, hey, I'm I'm, all, I'm not only an F1 enthusiast, but I'm a, a photography enthusiast. Can I make a picture of you guys who came all this way to see this race? And then, so you make the picture, and then you you can because you've got a really cool camera, you can um, download the picture to your phone and send it to them right there.
0: Yeah. I and so they've
1: already. Like they've already been bribed for their <laughs> for their compliance during right. the rest of the race.
0: Yeah, we've <laughs> so already... I, th- I think
1: that would go a long way for next time. To, yeah, uh, that's a
0: total to Levi you know. move. <laughs> I did that's take I a do. picture of a. I did take a picture of a of a Ferrari fan that built a really intricate hat in the shape of a the their car the the Ferrari car. Really? Yeah.
1: See, and was he wearing it the whole time?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so every time
1: he turned his head, he was invading his neighbors as well.
0: Well, well, probably, <laughs> yeah. Because it was pretty big. I'll post a picture of that. That's here. great.
1: Yeah.
0: See, and you were in Houston. You should have
1: just worn a cowboy hat that stuck out farther than your lens.
0: <laughs> that I think I would have stuck out even more if I had done that. Because uh, <laughs> there weren't any uh, any obvious-looking Texans in my area. I think I think because it's such a popular corner, most of the people there were from out of country, yeah, because they're like, if yeah. I'm going, I definitely want this and the I don't know the tickets aren't <laughs> they're not cheap, <laughs> yeah. yeah, although I've talked about this enough to where Lori is going to uh Lori's gonna go to with one two one with me next year. we just haven't decided which one. No. Nice. Um, I'm, go to the one in Denmark. <laughs> well, the my top one is the top one that I want to go to is Italy. Yeah, uh, and then Brazil, and then um, England. Go to Silverstone because that's like an iconic track. Right. So I should start researching those seats because uh, that would that would be yeah. super cool. And the. Like it's not it's a carnival scene. I mean, it's a total. It's it's, right. it's there's a lot of stuff going oh, yeah. on. Oh yeah. There's uh yeah. There's booths of like you know there's well first of all on Friday I believe yeah Friday every team has an autograph session. So oh, you nice. actually so uh, I mean uh, time permitting you can go and actually meet the and you know how I am with autographs. <laughs> I would rather have an autograph than a selfie. I, be, I, I yeah. believe I, I believe I would prioritize the, the autograph because really, I, I think I would. It's just a, a signature, huh? Yeah, because
1: or a signature a photo.
0: Well, I mean, so for example, with the boxing stuff, I've been lucky enough to have met a lot of, really, I mean, the the top boxers. And uh, but they're so they're so generous with their time that you can get them to sign something and take a picture. So you'll do both. But if I had to decide, I would just opt for the signature. Yeah, I like I I mean, I'm old. I'm a boomer. (laughs) (laughs) There's this new line of jokes saying, hey, boomer, yo, have you have you heard of this? It's what the kids are saying. No the kids if if someone is uh contradicting something that a millennial says the millennial will say hey boomer or sure boomer oh really right.
1: no, kind of the baby boomer
0: yeah <clears throat> no so yeah i'm old i like the i like the autographs i like have i like frame actually yeah. you know you have a thousand pictures hanging up right uh I don't really have – I only have one of my – art. well, two two of my own pictures hanging up in the house. But in my office, I have 10 things framed, and they're all yeah. autographs.
1: Yeah.
0: I've seen that. Yeah, I like I, – I, I value that more than than a selfie because, eh. Like, I'm not especially good-looking. And what am I going to do? Have people show people? <laughs> like, I can't show off – my selfie as much as I can show off my autograph collection. Because when people go to come to the office they're it's like they're in a museum, like their eyes, especially if they're boxing or horror fans, their eyes just get really big and they start <laughs> looking and then they want right. to know, like, they want to know, where did you get this? Where did you get this? And uh, you know, a fun conversation happens. If you have a selfie, yeah, that's the best thing. you post it. And then what? Yeah. It's kind of, you don't, you don't get stuck. Well,
1: I mean, you would print it out and put it in your room with your, you know, with your autograph, but, um,
0: See, I don't no, even, I haven't even done that. That's the best thing.
1: Like the, it's great that you've got those things to start the storytelling. Exactly. Yeah. Then you get to share your passion about it every time somebody right. mentions it yeah. or, or sees it.
0: Yeah. I just yeah. think that just that's, the, so posting the selfies proponents of, of printing,
1: that's that's why we're proponents of printing too, right? Because it it starts a conversation, you know, like exactly. Oh, that was like even if it, even if it's a totally posed family photo in a on a couch in a field, that doesn't mean anything.
0: <laughs> you still <show, laughs> the best of nineteen ninety five,
1: exactly. Well, I'm, it's not even that old, man. It's like twenty fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but it's like. It's still the that that was the year that these things happened to our family, and uh, you know that it still f- starts the conversation of 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 the of your life at that time, even if it wasn't a a genuine event.
0: <laughs> right. No, absolutely. I I tell everyone, print your pictures. Like when people start showing me, like especially if it's of their kids. Yeah. It's like, that's cool. You're showing me on your phone, but you should, uh, I mean, use Shutterfly or whatever. There's a bunch of these apps that'll just, you just send it to them. There was this great commercial. I think
1: it was for a Canon printer, but it might've been a Kodak. No, I think it was a Canon. Anyway, there's like this, this girl, uh, like a nine year old girl standing around in the house, looking at all these pictures of her brother. Who's like five or 10 years older than her. And, uh, and she she says to mom, why are why are there pictures of of my brother hanging on the wall and none of me? She says, oh, all of your pictures are digital. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, oh, oh okay. And then and then as she walks by the couch, she she just like passive aggressively knocks the fishbowl on the floor. <laughs> it's it's a pretty awesome commercial, but uh, yeah, like you got to make it make something real, exactly, especially for kids. So I think like that I'm going
0: to I should print one the, of mine. Those oh. Instax cameras? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like those, sorry, those Instax cameras or the or the zinc printers right. that you can print pictures from your phone on. They make a terrible little print, but I did those at the family family reunion a couple of years ago and the kids just loved them and they come on a sticker so they could stick them to stuff. Oh. <laughs> and See, I they think were like, that that's an I abomination. Well, yeah, because because they're like low quality, bad looking, but they're so much better than anything
0: else. I get well, like that no. was that was the magic of Polaroids. Well, no, it's not better than anything else. You could have actually gotten a Polaroid or an Instax. They're cost prohibitive, man. <laughs> not the Instax. You yeah, you an Instax. You can get an Instax and camera Instax for eighty bucks. I know, but why won't they make just an Insects printer? They do. Why can't
1: I? That's only a printer? Yeah. Oh, they did. I thought they discontinued it.
0: No, they do. They do.
1: Well, they were still more expensive than the zinc ones.
0: No, the and actually, like I shot, I shot a model. I shot a model the other day that her main job is she's a promotional rep. <laughs> which is a nice way of <laughs> saying a booth, babe. <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, she, she, she manned the Instax booth at this event. And she was, oh, talking, nice. she was talking about how cool their little printer is. Yeah, no, they, yeah. They, they do have, they do have a printer. It's called the Instax oh, Share SP2 printer. Looks Yeah, like I it. love
1: that. Cause then I can take, I could take pictures on my Panasonic camera. You and I both use Panasonic cameras
0: yeah. and the
1: Lumix cameras and then take it with a really good camera and then Wi-Fi it over to my phone and then Bluetooth it over to the, to the printer. So you get a, a great
0: photograph. Wow. That's that's, that's immediately. That's too much work.
1: <laughs> it's not though. It's not bad. And if you brought that printer to the F1 race, Holy cow, dude. Maybe, but there's a
0: lot, People there's would a, look. there's a lot of, uh, would be calling
1: there. you up and being like, Hey, we've got, we've got a room for you in Italy. Are you coming to the race?
0: Maybe. Yeah. See, I'm actually that's a know. great idea <clears throat> because I did want to show, <laughs> like I did show my neighbors, some of the shots just on the back of the camera, but it was super bright and you couldn't really see. You're right. It would yeah. have been cool to have just done that and started, uh, started, uh, yeah. uh handing them out. With my sticker on the back, like I could have also, because I have stickers for the show. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, you can totally do that.
0: Why didn't we talk about this? You could have had an international audience. (laughs) Lost opportunity. Yeah. Mm. But I can still be doing this. It is cost prohibitive to do it with the regular Polaroid. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's so funny. The Instax film and cameras are so easy to use. And they, for the most part, they take good pictures, but yeah. I don't like the size of it. I know, like, they're just, like, bubble, like, they're, like, play school cameras. <laughs> no, the size, I'm sorry, the size of the, the size of the print. Oh, the photo? Yeah, oh, so yeah. there's an Instax Mini, which are the business card size, right. which I don't like. No. And then they have the but Instax Wide. Yeah. Um. Which... Yeah, I don't and then also the 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 feel of the print it's not as solid as what you think a polaroid should be. It's almost flimsy. That's true. Yeah. Like it's those tangibles that aren't that don't make me love it. But then to actually use a right. polaroid camera with polaroid the new polaroid film, yeah, that's uh you know, 20 bucks for a box of 8. <clears throat> Gee. That's a lot. Yeah, but you'll make it you'll make it up in free
1: uh lodging around the world.
0: Yeah. Next time. Uh next year
1: or At not least not next is.
0: year, next season I'm going to start getting into indie car. Oh, nice. Which is similar to F1, but right. uh the, it's not as refined and the cars aren't as powerful and as uh scientific, I guess you could say. And there's uh there's a rate there's an indie car race in Portland. So right next season, yeah. I'll be in were, Portland.
1: Where you and I get, you and I were going to go race cars one time. And we never did.
0: No, I ended up going with Isaac. That's what it was. Actually, I'd recorded this other podcast and shout out to Cody and her show. Uh, Keeping it classy. Have I told you what she does? No. So, so she does a show. She does a podcast about trying new things uh literally what we're talking about so she does a podcast about going and taking classes so she'll do a Uh hip-hop class or a yoga class or an axe throwing class or a boxing class and then she'll just talk about it like she teaches capoeira and she also she does teach uh hip-hop on occasion so she looks she's comes at it from an instructor but also as a person trying something new for the first time so that's what her show's about and uh, her, her last or next to last show, I spoke about doing that of the, of the race car driving and how that was petrifying and how I thought I was going to go 150 miles an hour, but I'm pretty sure I didn't go faster than 70 because right. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> yeah. Cause there was much yeah. like, I couldn't see for one. It was nuts. Yeah, people should I'll I'll link to that also so people can listen to that. And yeah. she spoke about going uh um skydiving. So that was her oh, nice. her yeah. new thing. Uh yeah. So <clears throat> Levi, thanks so much for listening to me. Right. I like <laughs> thanks for having me. I like talking about uh things that I fail at. Yeah. I don't really toot my own yeah. horn. I don't think. I don't think I'm comfortable doing that. Seriously, like <laughs> I may be facetious yeah. in conversations with friends, saying, "Oh, I can do this." Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: But it's it's. I say it joking. Like I don't say it's like I. I mean, I we probably both know people that need to need people to think that they're amazing at whatever. And I'm not right. like that. I like I like to talk more about the process and stuff that I learned, and I definitely learned. Um a lot for you know it was super fun uh, but the you know the trying new things expanding my photography skill set to include panning that's uh, that's going to be a goal now and you were a super uh, you were really helpful Um, I should have asked you way more questions (laughs) and then maybe I've done a lot of photography
1: yeah like I, I go out and mess around with these things like, yeah. go stand on a street corner in Seattle at night and do it. And yeah. I'm surprised you
0: didn't refer me to a Photo Focus article you had written about panning. You didn't do that this time. I have one. <laughs>
1: I, I do. I have one. It's motorcycles, though. So
0: You're slipping. Them, you know. How how fast <laughs> are these? Like, uh, what kind of mo- – like, on a dirt track? Or, no, or no, is it it's, moto it's, GP? A, it's
1: a Yeah, Moto.
0: So they were like regular yeah, motorcycles?
1: No, they're like – they're, you know – race bikes
0: whatever suzukis yamaha well so when they turn Got a it. corner their knees are pretty much touch, touching the ground oh, yeah.
1: yeah they're they're knee dragging guys yeah, yeah okay. for sure yeah
0: those are super quick
1: not, yeah those are super quick. super
0: quick the the cool thing about where i was sitting was that there were one two three there were three corners so the cars were going slow and as they exited the last corner there was uh there was nothing there was a straight so it is unbelievable that sensation of watching this car go slow around the corners and then they go full out flat out and then hearing it and then feeling it as it zooms past yeah. you like i think where i was they were going about 100 miles an hour but i was just yeah. i was just past that last corner uh but a little bit further down they were hitting like 210 yeah. 212 oh wow and that's just uh there's it's just unbelievable oh and another cool thing that they did is before the race started they did there's a, this thing called the Pirelli hot laps where yeah you can if you bought the right ticket so if you got like a full paddock pass you would you could go in a in a in a luxury car like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or a McLaren and then a racing driver would take you around the track so you could be a passenger as a passenger oh wow that's cool that would be amazing that would be super cool yeah that's that's next on the thing all right well anyway Levi do you have anything to promote uh
1: yeah if you're in Idaho I'm teaching some classes at the
0: uh
1: Bird Refuge coming up <laughs> soon.
0: Is Scott joining you?
1: He's not. Not this time. No, I, I need to find a bigger venue if Scott's going to come.
0: <laughs> so send me the Scott link Warren. to that. And do you write anything? You talked about hunting and reviewing. Is there any place that you want to oh, I do, people yeah. to?
1: Sure. So if you're interested in photography stuff, we, we write at photofocus.com. P-H-O-T-O-F-O-C-U-S. And we just publish educational articles there every day, and um, that's pretty cool. And then I also write for gunsamerica.com, where we have um, all kinds of interesting stuff about guns, as well as Hunt 365, which is the hunting magazine, and I write for that one too. So
0: awesome! Um, is your yeah. crossbow review out?
1: Not yet. Not yet. Still working on that one.
0: All right. All right. Well, again, thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Remember to subscribe. iTunes, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and Stitcher. Share it. That would be awesome. Follow us on social. I post really cool pictures. Um, And we leave you with one of my favorite songs. Young Hearts by Commuter from Karate Kid.